going on, everybody? Welcome to The Obsession. Thanks for listening today. I'm Carl Bethke. I'm Mike Stadler. We got a question here, Mike. Uh, this was going to be a little difficult because, I don't know, you can't just bring it down to one as far as I'm concerned. But the question is, what do you guys think the best enhancement for any hunting property is? <clears throat> I, I think one way I can make this a little easier is, is I think... That, so so you say you're going to pick one enhancement. I think that would depend on what the size of your property. That and what your property and, doesn't and, have. And what your property doesn't have, yeah. Oh. And that I think you could do, you know, one thing obviously would benefit you then. Right. Um, you but know, there's so much you have to put in. Oh, it. God, yeah. And these, everybody that listens to us, I, we're sorry that you <laughs> listen to us. But <laughs> we talk about all the stuff to do. Um, you know, I, the food and bedding are up always going to be your two biggest attributes to any property or surrounding property 100 percent but well when you look at your property for for let's take your place for instance bmr so food wise you put in what the neighbors don't provide because you have food all the way around you yes yeah, food's on, food on three sides of me. So the food, I mean, I have food. For you, it was a no-brainer. So, yeah, I, I put in bedding, you know, more bedding areas. Right. Or enhanced my bedding areas. And the reason you did that? Well, to I want them to bed here because uh -huh. they already have the food. Right. So now I'm trying to, trying to enable myself to get around them returning yeah. or going to my bedding from right. their food. And so I'm using their food in my favor. Correct. And then the other reason you put food in on your property is you have to have food for the fall. Well, yeah, yeah, my food's for fall. Because their food that the yeah, farmers it's plant gone. is gone. Yeah, it's all harvested. It's picked or harvested already and it's gone. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, my, my corn, which we saw last year, was untouched. Right. I mean, untouched until... And it's right on the tree line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> November... I would say around gun season, they started to trickle in the corn. Mm -hmm. And I think that was because of pressure. Probably. They were pressured over to this side of the property, which is where I want them. Right. So, I mean, and, you know, the bedding is directly off that. Some of it is. So, yeah, the best enhancement, I think you have to, you have to evaluate what you have and what's around you a lot to do that. You know, unless, unless you own... Right. The block. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a whole new program then. But, you know, and like yours, what what's the first few things that we had to do at your property when you bought it and it was raw? Because, because like your property, everything around you is the same. Mm -hmm. Across the road, to the east, the west, the north, it is. It's the same type of lay of land. Right. So but... <laughs> yeah, for me, the number one enhancement for my property was putting food on it. Correct. Because my property had no food no on food. it. And it had switchgrass and goldenrod and woods and bedding and transition galore. Yep. But it had no food. Yep. And so did everything else around me. So did everything else around me. The neighbor to the west, his statement to me was, you have deer on your property because I have a cornfield. When I first bought that property, he's 100% right. Oh, yeah. Not going to lie. Yep. Who's got the deer now? Correct. Correct. Now, 
But you also have to take into consideration, you know, your neighbors and their goals mm -hmm. and your goals. You've got a really good neighbor here. Mm -hmm. I've got quite a few good neighbors around me. My, the difference, now I'm not sure what you have here. You've got pretty good gun pressure around you too. Yeah. But you've got all the bedding, so if they stay here, yeah. they're safe. Right. Me, I got a lot of gun hunting all the way around me. Yeah. And it's hard to hold the deer to bed directly on my property. Yeah. So we lose a few bucks every year due to that. But now with the food plot program that we've implemented and increase the bedding close to the food. Hopefully we can switch that around. Yeah. And, you know, we're doing pretty good. We're seeing some premature deer yeah. down there. And you've got the same thing going on here too. Yeah. And you know, every everything you do is an enhancement to your property. Yeah. Well, it should be an enhancement to your property. Because yeah. your property and my property, one million percent are for one thing. Oh yeah. And one thing only. Yep. And that is for whitetail hunting. Yep. I actually and, told my neighbor that the other day yeah. when we were talking to the neighbor guy. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, Well so you bought the property for hunting? I said one hundred percent, that's it. And so did I. I just had the luxury that we had a building site that we wanted. Right. Other than that, I didn't care. Oh yeah. My wife cared. I ain't care. No. no. There's two separate yeah. levels of goals she, there. <laughs> she, no, I'm wrong. I love my house. Oh, yeah. yeah she yeah. talked to me yesterday. She's like, oh, I'd like to get a horse. You know, I ride a horse on the trails. And I looked right at her. I said, did you just lose your effing mind? Yeah. Like, you will never ride a horse in my woods. And I said, my woods. That's right. You know, she's like, well, we could put a little barn up in a cornfield. I'm like, what? Is crack for sale at Shotco? <laughs> because it ain't happening. Uh, yeah. Like it, if you ask my wife, she refers to our land as your land. Yeah, my right. land. It's my yeah. land. And if you look at the you look at the title, it says Carl Bethke. Correct. It doesn't say Carl and Catherine. Mine says that too, but it probably wouldn't matter. Well underneath it, it says <laughs> underneath it says secondary owner yeah. Catherine. There's that whole secondary so owner thing. If I keep if I keep talking like yeah. this, it might be hers. I'm just gonna say so. primary owner <laughs> Kathy Bethke. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, it's yeah, I mean, I've been working on this since day one, since I purchased it. You have been working on yours day one since you purchased it. Yep. We both have been working together on both of them now. Yep. And that's all we continue to do year-round, mm -hmm. forever. By the time we die, somebody should buy these properties because... Yeah. You guys will shoot some good... You're going to kill some big deer because <laughs> well, we'll have them ready. We did that you before. They take the lease. Uh, I know. 11 years. Yep. And we've had that set up, and boy, I tell you... We shoot good deer off that property every freaking year, and the guys with us wouldn't shoot a damn thing because during the hunting season they go duck hunt. Yeah. Duck hunt, Mike. Yeah. Duck hunt. Sounds and then, good. And then they hated us. Yeah. Because we shot whitetails. Right. Yeah, I mean, any anything you do, cut a trail in, put a food plot in, clear trees, hinge trees, everything's an enhancement. Everything has to work with what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I don't think there's there's not one enhancement that you can do. You know, maybe. Maybe there's, you know, one thing like, all right, if I do this, this is going to help me. Mm -hmm. So then, is it beneficial? Yeah. Yeah, it's beneficial. You know, if you're like, well, I'm going to cut these two, tree down, two trees down because I don't like them. Okay. So what is that doing for you? It's not doing anything for you. Yeah. yeah. You if know? it's not going to benefit your deer hunting, then don't do it. You know, I... You bought the land for hunting. Yeah. I, I just, you know, like, we're going to go out today. Yep. And we're gonna we're gonna hinge back some trees, and it's gonna be a pain in the ass. It is. <laughs> and we're gonna hinge them back because 
we don't want them dropping the, the hickory nuts out into where the food plot is. Correct. And we also want the cover back behind that. Mm -hmm. and, and it also opens up our canopy for our undergrowth of trees that we do want to grow. Correct. So one act is now benefiting three different things. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And that's the other part of it too. Don't hear one number one thing is let's just say I'm assuming that this guy or person who asked us I, it didn't have a name. This person who asked us this question basically was like, well, what should I do first? Yeah. That should have been the question. Right. But then the only question. reason we can really give you an answer on that would be, well, what's around you? Yeah, we'd have to evaluate the property. Because you, you can't send me a picture of a 40-acre woods and go, well, what should I do yeah. first when I can't see right. if this guy's got 200 acres of corn and this guy's got right. 100 acres of soybean. So all that matters. It's all very important. Uh, you know, look at what your surrounding area is, look at what you have, and then make the decision on number one thing to do would be what's going to enhance your deer hunting the best. And remember, there's always something to do on your property. Yes. I'm not saying you have to uh, take 100% of your acreage and improve it, because there's a lot of your acreage that probably doesn't need improvement. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of stuff you should leave alone. Yeah, hundred percent. You're, you're gonna hurt yourself. Next more. week, Mike and I are gonna go in. We're gonna go in on one of my places. I walked around yesterday, and one of my spots. I'm gonna ask him what he thinks, and I know what I think already. Together, we'll make an idea of whether or not we should do it. But I have bedding kind of part way up a ridge. I can bring that bedding down further, which opening up the canopy and some maples. It, because right now, there's no undergrowth in that area. Yeah, it's open. And there's a real heavy deer trail across through there. I got a box scrape in there with a tree stand and a camera, obviously. And every one of my single deer hits, or my big deer hits that. We can enhance that by doing a little bit of hinge cutting. So I'm going to get his right. view on it. We'll talk about it and then uh, we'll go from there. Obviously, we'll film it because that's what we do. Yeah, I think, you know, like Carl's saying, you got to evaluate what you've got, evaluate what's around you. Because we've said this in a ton of different podcasts you're also a slave to your neighbors mm -hmm. this is what they're doing um, most people that I know don't put hardly any time into it no they go sit in a stand and like ah, I shot a deer out of this stand once yep I'll sit here the you other know, wind's wrong yeah I don't care yeah the other part I've noticed too is your neighbors will adapt to the, all the improvements you've made to yep From your neighbor did it here to you you know and, and more power too I mean it's on yeah, this property it's it is what it is mm -hmm. But at that point, it changes a little bit of deer movement, mm -hmm. which I think is probably going to actually enhance your yeah. your abilities here. And uh, um, you know, you kind of got to watch the way your neighbors hunt too, and maybe change your strategies throughout the year. It's not always about enhancing your property. Sometimes it's about enhancing your mind to uh, adapt to certain situations that yeah. you don't have control of. You know, you can get you know if you don't trust your own judgments, you know, you can. And hire people to come out and look. People yeah. set your property up for you. Yeah. You know, we've helped people out um, with things, yep. but it's not free. No. So if you know if you want people to help you out, yeah. you know, people aren't gonna take a you know, spend a full day on your property, you know, <laughs> walking it, running drones, right. you know, checking your elevations and checking your soils and right. You know, and say, yeah, there you go. Well, you were my main member this last year. We were walking around. We're shooting broadheads I do together, remember. and the guy comes <laughs> up, and he's like, hey, you guys. He was talking. He knows about our stuff and knows 
what we've done and accomplished and knows that we go and do some stuff with people. He's like, hey, yeah, can you come out and check out our stuff? And I said to him, I said, well, yeah, and it's this much money. Oh, I thought maybe you'd just come oh, out and walk yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, no. Not so much. I don't have, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a ton of time to come out, assess your property, give you a whole layout plan and take 15 to 20 hours to do it and then just give it to you for free. Right. Um, you know, I like to help people. That's what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. This podcast is about helping each and every one of you guys uh, with the questions you want answered. And that's what we're trying to do here, like we're saying. Just enhancement-wise, you know, pick what your neighbors don't have. Make that your first enhancement. You're going to see increase in deer activity on your property, I think. And then it'll progress from there. And how much time do you have to spend on it, too? That's another thing. We each have our own priorities. Maybe you've got younger kids or something like that. Mike and I are fortunate enough. Our kids are out. Get out. Stay out. But uh, that allows us to, you know, spend... Even when we're working, we're thinking deer hunting, yeah. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but spend a lot of time doing what we love to do. So. Yeah, I mean, don't just go do stuff because you think you've seen it on TV or stuff like this. Like, I, I know, for instance, here we talked about my pond, mm-hmm. um, doing stuff with it. And we talked about it. I talked to another guy about it. And at the end of the day, we decided to leave it alone. Yeah. Because um, it's better left alone than us trying to dink around with it. I think we hurt ourselves more. Like with our great ideas that we thought they were until yeah. we thought about them a lot and we left them alone. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and we talked about it multiple times. And that's the other thing, too. Look at it at different angles, too. And if you have a good friend who's a buddy of yours or whatever, has good input, shoots deer all the time, you know, you might want to get his or her input also. You know, that's important. Uh, don't just, you know, when, I'm going to say deer hunting. You need to have an open mind. And I'm not the most open-minded person in the world. But fortunate enough, I got a, a good friend, a couple good friends that I could talk to deer hunting about and run it by each other and right. see what we think. So that's important. Right. Um, Property-wise, like we said, pick an enhancement, start one, yeah. and you're going to... Yeah, just start. I, I would... You're going to continue to do it. Yeah, I guess one thing I say, don't do a million things at once. Yeah. <laughs> don't go in and be like, I'm putting in bedding, I'm putting in all this food, I'm going to put in water holes. Right. Because you gotta know where you're gonna do it all. <laughs> yeah, all this. Yeah, it all has to coordinate with itself. Yeah. So you think about trying to get the deer to just kind of circle on your yeah. property. Yeah, it's weird, but that's yeah. you know a way to think about it. Yeah, like you can do a bedding area. Do your set your bedding area up first. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. This is where I want to do my bedding area. Okay, now I'll figure out now around that. Mm-hmm. If you want to put water in or you want to put food in, now where are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. And is it feasible then to hunt it? Right. You know, don't do stuff on your property and now you can't get in. 100%. You know, oh, no, I did all this and I have I have a million deer in there. I can't get in there. Well, good job. Yeah. You know. Entrance and exit on all the <laughs> properties are very, very, yeah. very important. Which should be of, actually yeah. be your number one thing. That's a lot of reason we did a lot of what we did here. Yeah. Because you could not get in and out of there. Oh, you no. Know? So, no, and the same thing with the trails in your property. Oh, yeah. You know, the levels and the trails. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, all the enhancements in the world don't help if you can't hunt it. Here's a concept for you. With food and switchgrass, I'm adding three quarters of a mile of edging on my property this year alone. That's three quarters of deer movement, three quarters of a mile of deer movement east-west at different levels. So what's that do? That allows Mike and I to get in easier on the edges based off of wind direction. 
enter the stands perpendicularly and have the deer switch or transition levels from top to bottom or bottom to top depending on time of day where we want them to for their stand locations so we can kill them. That's what it's all about is planning that. If you can figure that one out, you're good to go. Good to go. Good to go. So hopefully, uh, you know, pick a single enhancement, I guess. Start with that one yep. and work your way from there. Because it all takes time. Yes. And do one at a time. Don't do one half-assed yeah. and then <laughs> do another one and then do another one. Because yep. if you don't finish the first one. Put your, uh, put your property in a five-year block. That's a good way to think about it. I, yeah. I think where you want it to be in five years and it's going to take you that amount of time to get it there. Then when you get to that point, you have to continue it from mm -hmm. there. Like it's kind of does, it's not the property is not just going to stay doing it. You have to make it do that. <laughs> You're on your fifth year this year. You know? Yeah, this will be year five here, yeah. which we're expecting a lot. I'm expecting a lot. Everybody's listening out there. Just so the deer know. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the obsession. We appreciate you guys' the support. If you get a chance, check out Rush Outdoors WI here on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. If you have any questions, be sure to ask us here in the comments. You can also ask us on our Facebook page. Check us out also with uh, our RSS feed and The Obsession or Spotify The Obsession. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out next week.